And I must say, it's such a delight because there's a lot that we typically talk about, right? Or we hear highlights and snippets of the trade relations that we as South Africa have with our European Union partners. And typically when I think about citrus, other agricultural goods, even our tourism attractions. But uh, help us contextualize the role and function of the EU Chamber of Commerce and Industry and how it does benefit these two regions. Thanks so much. Um, the EU Chamber of Commerce is a chamber of commerce. So it's an agglomeration of all the bilateral chambers of the European Union to have a collective voice with regards to policy advocacy issues to lobby for a conducive trading and investment environment. Um, so in essence, it's really our job to lobby around issues to make things easier for EU businesses operating in South Africa. Mm. Um, the EU is an important partner to South Africa. It represents about 350,000 jobs in South Africa. 40% of our investment comes from the European Union of the 18 uh, member states. And then in terms of our imports and exports, 19% of our imports and 24% of our exports are the European Union, which makes it an important player. 100%. This really does highlight just how critical this player is. And what I'm intrigued by, I guess, is a perfect place for us to start is what the legacy of the pandemic has been, right? Because I can imagine that that did rock the boat in terms of our trade relations and uh, investment. But uh, what has the legacy of COVID-19 been? And are we back at uh, trade levels that uh, are pre-pandemic? Okay, uh, just to measure the impact of the pandemic, we ran a survey um, the past two years. The first one was to really measure the strengths and weaknesses, I think, of the business environment. The second one was to look at the the impact of COVID and, you know, what to do around it. Um, So 57% of um, our businesses, they were about, in the first survey, 324 businesses over the 18 member states. And then the second survey, about 84 businesses over 11 member states that participated last year. And about 76% of them said that um, it did negatively affect their business. And it also said that 29% that it did impact their decision for future investments. But uh, what we are seeing is, uh, you know, quite a, quite a good recovery from that. So um, that being said, they did say that it did impact, but about 70% of them said that they, um, you know, said that they are planning to increase their employment over the next few years. Um, 32 percent, mm. and then another 72 percent said that they have plans for expansion. So uh, that was quite a positive out of the survey that was conducted. That's a huge positive donor, especially for a country like South Africa, where we've been bemoaning the fact that uh, our economy really hasn't been very conducive for growth. Uh, so I'm keen to understand these businesses that are looking to enhance their commitments in South Africa. Uh, have they given any kind of objectives uh, in terms of the kind of sectors they'd like to participate in? How? Um, yeah. Active as participants are they to you know ensure that they prioritise uh, employment equity and the likes in their investments? For sure, I think um, you know the strength. I mean, we all know the issues, but I think a major strength of South Africa is the financial system, the availability of high quality products on the, on the product side, side is, as well the market side. Mm-hmm. So um, what we've seen is that there's a you know there's a, a, a deep need for companies as well to strengthen their relationships. They are here for the long term. Um, I think, I mean, if you look at the percentage of the company's executive management that are local, um, especially Black South African, is 19%, 21% of the company's executive management are women. So there is a big commitment, I think, towards localization. Um, in terms of um, BE shareholders, there's 36% from the survey. 
And in terms of investment, there's a, there's a very big investment into skill development of about 73% of the EU companies in South sure. Africa. And there are about 66% of them in different supply development. And so I think what, I mean, there's a deep commitment towards skill development because that was cited as one of the issues, you know, the skills development and the right type of skills for business. I think it's about unpacking borders like economic empowerment, employment equity, preferential protection, local content regulations. I think explaining that um, to you know a foreign business I think would be important because I think there is commitment to towards that. But I think um, also I mean if you look at some of the policy reforms that have been requested, it's just for SMEs to maybe um, you know to invest into skills development, um, but then to explain the the different components. And not just the ownership component as well, but the, the different tiers of it as well. Mm. Um, because the, the companies, as I mentioned, all year for the long term, they're all committed as well to localization. But I think in terms of um, increased investment in skills development rather than just through changes in ownership, so that you are upskilling, um, you know, if you, some of the success stories that I can mention, I mean, there are um, sectors, I mean, you asked about sectors of investment. I mean, there's a, there's a big company called the Red Seals which is a Swiss investor um, that has invested about 800 million into the tourism sector in the south coast of South Africa. There's also a, a Finnish investor that during COVID invested about 900 million into national mm. expansion into the processing and packaging industry. And we've seen companies, um, Austrian companies, also um, investing into you know recycling facilities as well. So I think the and there are a number of energy companies as well looking at energy security. A specific um, photovoltaic, and then um, there was a large, large um, 11 billion rand investment into from the Czech Republic into concentrated solar power as well. So I think those are all positive. So I think the, the very strong sectors, and also if we align it to the, you know, what's happening with the World Economic Forum, is yes. a lot of investment and private sector involvement into energy security. Um, so we've seen quite a quite a lot of that also from from Spain and from Czech Republic. Um, in terms of new investments and tourism specifically, um, there's some nice infrastructure investments from the, from the European Union. And then in the processing and packaging industry, those have been kind of the what we call the hot sectors over the past mm. two years as well. 100%. Uh, this might be a contentious issue, but I think still one that might need to be asked, Oney. Uh, but uh, South Africa has uh, uh, always been an open economy and a very key global player. Uh, we see that with the BRICS summit that took place last year, as well as the AGOA summit that uh, also recently uh, we participated in. I'm keen to understand, you know, if, if these allegiances and alliances we have with uh, other members of the global economy, uh, does this pose any threat, though, to the opportunities that can be explored uh, between the EU and South Africa? No, not at all. I think it's, I mean, it's, it's crucial for South Africa for economic growth to look at other markets as well. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, with the Africa Growth Opportunity Act and also with, with BRICS expansion members, I think it, it strengthens South Africa's, you know, expansion of markets, which I think is a positive one. But if we, you know, if we look at trade, I mentioned, um, I mean, in terms of our, our trade, you know, 24% of our imports um, in South Africa are from the EU, 19% of our exports. If you compare that like with um, the US, you know, 11% of our exports by region over the US and 7% of our imports. And then if you look at China, 11% of our exports mm-hmm. and 21% of our imports are from, from China. So, um, I mean, there are important players as well in South Africa needs it, but um, the EU, I mean, is, is by far kind of the, the largest investor. 
I mean, 40%, and I think, you know, in terms of tribes, um, it represents about 35% of tribes, so important players. I think as much as there's a diversification of markets, I think it's about growing our new markets, but also looking after our existing partners as well as, as South Africa. 100% really important. Donay, you have such an intriguing job and uh, work for such an intriguing organization, which I think is so pertinent to the growth and development of a market like South Africa uh, and its peers. Uh, but what I'm also intrigued to, to understand, they, oftentimes we speak to a lot of entrepreneurs um, uh, about opportunities that they can pursue. And they always say, well, we want access to markets. And typically, markets that are abroad, uh, does, the, or does the chamber have an opportunity to actually capture um, MMEs and allow them to trade uh, 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 across uh, continents and really across borders uh, despite their scale? Yes, I think what is very, very important is um, South Africa has got a permanent trade agreement called the South African Economic Partnership Agreement with the European Union, especially you mentioned the field of agriculture that has really done well under the Economic Partnership Agreement um, in terms of you know allocation of agricultural products going into the EU and duty-free a lot of GTC exports under the Economic Partnership Agreement, and there was an evaluation done of that in the past year, um, and it was very positive mm-hmm. um, in terms of some sectors. Um, I think what is a, um, you know, one of the issues flagged in the survey was um, obviously visas for, you know, knowledge-based workers, um, you know, to, to input into the economy. I think, um, you know, that is, that has been an issue for for you business, um, perhaps. I mean. Um, just finding out also, you know, what the, um, you, what, I mean, I, I think in terms of downstream, there are a lot of corporates or medium-sized corporates from the European Union that want to invest. And then perhaps there's a very active role, you know, that the Chamber of players in terms of linking also um, foreign business with um, South African economies that can play a role in, in the supply chain. So I think it's about um, creating the linkages, creating the information mm. um, of suitable players as well. Um, where there's, you know, where there's a big role to play as well. Um, but there are a lot of, um, there is an export portal run by the European Union delegation for SMEs wanting to export into the European Union that provides all the information. Um, and typically, our bilateral chambers in South Africa are, you know, host a number of events on how to successfully do business between South Africa and the European Union. So I think it's a question of um, providing information, providing access to, to portals. I think um, some, some, Sectors. I mean, if you look at today's synopsis of the World Economic Forum, where there's really a role for South Africans to play, um, is in the technology space and cyber security, um, because we have some some good businesses in that as well, and also in terms of energy security. And also, if you look at climate change, looking at the effect between um, you know health and climate change, and also um, technology and um, you know bridging you know, bridging climate change issues. 100%. Um, so I think we have got some really good SMEs as well playing in this space that can, you know, at a cheaper cost, develop solutions 100%. for um, the export market as well. With the support and the guidance of the chamber, the big companies that are currently involved, and and that does uh, alleviate some of the pressure points and even uh, the learning curves that uh, SMMEs need to to go through. Donay, such a pleasure speaking to you. Really appreciate the insight you've shared with us, and looking forward to many more of the opportunities that will be explored uh, be uh, by the EU Chamber of Commerce and Industry and the benefits to a country like South Africa. Thank you so much. If you missed it live. Catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.